Hello, um, my name's Karen Hope and I'm the writer-director of the feature project Lady Killers. Uh, Lady Killers is a girl gang coming-of-age drama. Um, the producers are Aria Films. The story is about two girls who start off thinking that they're their own worst problem and actually discover that they're their own best solution. I want to make this film because it's based, the kernel of it is based on my own experiences growing up as a teenager, first in the North East and then the East End of London. And also because I want to make a film that is a gangster film told from a female perspective. So the setting is now contemporary UK inner city, dangerous. Lady killers are the godmothers of their local housing estate. They're drug couriers. They stash their drugs vaginally because they, they can avoid police arrest. But once they reach the age of 16, they have to leave the gang. And this is because the police can legally search them internally. Now, our first main character, Schizo, is 16 in one month's time. She'll have to leave the gang. Schizo is the gang's enforcer. She's a girl who believes that violence speaks louder than words. Desperate to stay in the gang, but gang leader IQ can't afford to keep her. Gang leader IQ is 19 years old. She's a single mother and also a mother to all the girls and lady killers. She's cool. She's super intelligent, hence her name IQ. But a super cool facade is hiding the pressure that she's under. She's been given one month by her drug dealer to increase the profits of Lady Killers or else he's going to take over Lady Killers' turf. Meanwhile, elsewhere on the estate, our second main character, Tara, 15 years old, is rebelling against her strict upbringing and her school SWAT image by acting as a drug courier for her so-called um, Oxbridge tutor, Matt. Matt's business is a front for supplying drugs to upper-class teenagers. When Tara falls out with Matt, she falls in with lady killers. And IQ forces Tara and Schizo together in a race against time to win Matt's business for lady killers and save lady killers' turf. Tara and Schizo hate each other. They're complete opposites. But as they go through the, the business of building up this business, supplying to the, to the rich, upper-class teenagers, they start to build up a kind of respect and even a fleeting sort of friendship. There are comic moments such as Schizo gaining the respect of Tara because she suddenly finds an unexpected talent for mimicry, so she can pass for posh by speaking an upper-class accent. And more scary moments, for example, when Tara gains the respect of Schizo by having to show her fighting credentials when another gang mistakes them for soft, rich girls. However, while all this is going on, what they don't know is that IQ, the gang leader, has been secretly siphoning off the drug profits in order to buy a bolt hole in Spain. And when IQ suddenly finds that life is too dangerous and that the, and the lives of the three girls start to seriously unravel, IQ makes the final decision to abandon Lady Killers and flee to Spain. This ultimate betrayal sends Schizo totally over the edge. She turns all her anger and her frustration, violence against Tara and 
in the, the life or death struggle that results, the two of them find that their friendship is put to the ultimate test. Schizo finally makes Tara realise that she can salvage her life beyond lady killers. And Tara, in an unexpected act of friendship, gives the, the drug earnings that she's been saving to Schizo as a 16th birthday present so Schizo can make her escape. So at the very end of the film, the three girls have each found a kind of redemption that they've been looking for. IQ manages to escape to Spain. Tara is reunited with her parents and picks up the pieces of her life. And Schizo heads off on her own to find and make a new life for herself. Um, the audience for this um, film we think will be predominantly female because of the subject matter probably 17 to 24 in the first instance, and uh, also the men in their life who they take along to see the film. We would hope to have a, a secondary audience, maybe in the 24 to 45 age bracket, who would go to see a film like, for example, Fish Tank, where they might be attracted to Lady Killer's exploration of contemporary social themes. And then finally, a broader audience who might watch Lady Killer's on, um, as home entertainment, video on demand, as gangster crime thriller genre films are quite popular for this market. In terms of production challenges, well, with a young and inexperienced audience, obviously uh, casting and rehearsal times would be higher than average. We also would have uh, costs increased somewhat by exterior action and stunts. So we're looking at a budget of up to £1 million. As first-time director, I'm fortunate enough to have an experienced film production company behind me. We're currently planning a short which will act as a kind of teaser uh, for the main feature, which we can also use as a way of um, finding talent that we could use for the, the feature itself. And another thing we've just started to explore is the potential, particularly for the younger audience, of enhancing their experience by exploring a multi-platform multi approach. Thank you very much. I mean, I, I thought that was a very good pitch. I thought you, you covered a lot of the... As, as I was formulating questions in my mind, I felt as if you answered a lot of them as we went along. I think, however, just my main, my main question on this is really, apart from the fact that this is a, a female gang, I wanted to know what else makes this film unique because I feel that we've had a lot of films of this type recently, particularly in the low-budget genre, sorry, low-budget low sort of level. So I wanted to know maybe what else made this, is going to make this stand out. And I think in order to do that, it might be useful to know a little bit, of, because if you're the director as well, it'd be good to know more about how you see this film, what your shooting style is going to be, because, mm -hmm. you know, we, we don't want necessarily to think that this is just going to be a fish tank mark too. What, what are you bringing to this that, that makes this very different? I was expecting this to be more of a micro-budget film. Obviously, you're in talks with the producer, so you've got that side of things covered. But if, if you hadn't brought that to the table, I, I would have expected to see this more sort of under half a million, actually, for, for this subject matter, because I think selling this type of film is difficult. And so I was a little bit surprised by that. But yes, I think just generally, I did enjoy the pitch, but I want to know much more about how 
you are going to make this subject matter really stand out apart from the fact, yes, it's girls, but what else makes this above yet another British kind of, you know, gang movie? Do you want me to answer that now? Yeah, go on. Um, I see it more in the genre of kind of city of God. So it's not, um, yes, it's got gritty elements, but there's, it's about colour, it's about glamour, about why someone would be attracted to join a gang, what makes it pull people in so much. It's about family. It's about how when people don't have functional families, they try to create families of their own. So it's focusing on a central relationship of the two main characters, Tara and Schizo, but it's also looking at wider issues of family, but in a, a very highly visual way. And, and I think that's what, what's different about it from so many gangster genre movies is the redemptive element at the end. It's not a downbeat end. There are definite character arcs where the, the characters have learned from their experience and then can move on to something else. I suppose to take on that, and, and you've started to answer it as well, but it'd be, I'd, I'd love to know what is it that makes this a female experience of being in a gang and what is it about being female that changes the nature of a gang, mm -hmm. for example, which, which you've sort of touched on, but it'd be good to explore that more to, to really make that point of difference. Um, you mentioned multi-platform right at the end. Had you had any detailed thoughts about that? This is something we've just started talking about in the, the past couple of weeks, so we're still yeah. exploring the possibilities of that. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think there's some really interesting territory around things at in sort of a contemporary urban culture and around friendship just using the social network activity that we have and sort of using that to, to tell additional story or to, to provide your sort of story world before the film's available to see. So um, that's the sort of thing we'd be looking to discuss mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. Steve? So City of God, huh? Mm. So Fernando Morella, it's not a bad place to pitch it, I have to say. Um, ambitious. I, I, I kind of agree. At the moment, I, haven't, I can't see... You know, I mean, it's just, it's, there's some nice twists in the beginning in the setup, and you know, you've got to leave the gang by the time you're 16, and, and all that's all um, quite nice. And it's, it's ladies, which is great, or girls, which is, which is great. But somehow you need to find a way of actually being able to encapsulate what is really going to make this feel different. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, that, look, by the way, that it really isn't easy. But I don't think you've cracked that bit of it. You know, in well, your head, you may have it. One of, the, one of the subplots, which obviously I can't get across in a pitch of this nature, yeah. is to do with guns, because so many gangster films, gang films, revolve around the issue of guns, people being shot. Right. This is what's very different about this girl gang. They're absolutely opposed to guns. Right. So they think that that's something that gang boys do. What makes them different is they use their wit, they use ridicule, they use their inventiveness in order to control their their territory. So the, the, the gun issue actually becomes a, a moot point right. in the course of the film. But that, that, that whole thing makes it a very different I approach. Yeah. I, I, I think one of these things where, sadly, I'd probably have to read the script to mm -hmm. understand what you're talking about, which is something that, by and large, we try to resist actually having to do. Um, <laughs> if, if so... You know, an ideal pitch means you don't have to read the script. So, so that, that's, that's a tricky one. But I like the sort of Fagan, Fagan kind of thing, the, you know, that controlling thing, all that sounds, sounds good. But I still feel that somehow you've got something in your head which you haven't managed to okay. put into my head yeah. uh, because I feel I should like it more than I do because I, I really like the basic setup and the story. But there's something in there which ha you, ha you haven't managed to put out here. And if you're saying the only way I can get it is by reading the script, the chances are I never will just... FYI. Uh, so, but, uh, you know, it's good. Thank, Thank you. you. Jamie? 
Um, yeah, I, I obviously hear quite a few pitches in the urban sort of low budget um, thing. And I really, really like the setup, particularly this idea that they have to leave the gang at 16 because that's the age where they get police searched. I think that's a really interesting sort of starting point for the gang that I think there could be more commitment to. You know, how does a gang of people who are all underage on an estate where there's plenty of much older and potentially more powerful people, how they keep control and so on. I do think there's a lot of interesting stuff in the idea that could do with a bit more follow through. I like the story. I like this idea that you've got this kind of gang culture, but you've also got these two opposite people thrown together, forced together. I felt that towards the end, that story for me got a little confused. You had one of them suddenly turn on the other, but then suddenly, immediately, they're back together and they help each other through this. So I didn't quite feel, again, difficult in a pitch, but I didn't quite feel mm -hmm. there was a, a consistent shape to that story of their relationship. I also wondered, I really liked the individual journeys of those three girls, but I wasn't sure overall what you were saying as a filmmaker about gang culture, because it seemed to me the overall story was actually quite positive about gang membership. It seemed to be quite an attractive world you were portraying, that, you know, they got each other through it and that one of the characters' violence and strength and the other characters' cleverness and criminality got them through. And I felt that overall I was slightly dubious about the message of the film. Not that you necessarily have to worry about that, but... I wasn't entirely sure what you were trying to say. And as a part of that, I didn't quite get a sense of you as a director as opposed to as a writer, what your style was. I mean, I, it started out sounding very real and urban, but then once you started answering the questions, you were talking more about City of God and Fish Tank. So I didn't quite get who you were, what I'm going to see and, and feel again. I wasn't actually using Fish Tank as an exemplar of what this would be. It was more of a... Uh, to, to situate an audience, right. that the kind of film type it might fit into. I'm going to pick up on the very last thing you just said and mm -hmm. echo what Jamie said. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can, in, one, in the same breath, describe your film as suitable for the fish tank audience and then for a gangster thriller genre fan audience on TV as home entertainment. And I think why your project doesn't connect with me at the moment is because you might have a genre problem in it, I don't know whether this is a personal, personal and social drama or a gangster film. Mm -hmm. and it, it seems like you're consciously processing these thoughts anyway because you're talking about character trajectories and you're absolutely right when you talk about gangster films it's usually hubris and then pride before a fall and a catastrophic fall but but in a sense that is the kind of modus operandi of the gangster film although perhaps something like a prophet for example slightly bucks that trend in that he comes out a winner for me they're not comfortable bedfellows at the moment which isn't to say that the gangster film can't have elements of the personal drama within it in fact they're probably quite key but at, at the moment and I think this is why it's not clear I'm not firmly rooted in terms of genres to where you are, is this more of a fish tank or is this more of a city of God? Because you, I don't think you can say, I'm just saying fish tank with regards to an audience because you can't separate those two things out. You're making a film for an audience. What is your audience? I personally am a little bit tired of urban gang films set in the UK now. There are a lot of scripts out there like, not like this, actually, sorry, that's not fair. I, I really pricked up when you said gangster film told from a female perspective and I really wanted more of that female perspective because that is a fresh take on, on a genre mm -hmm. um, and that would be really interesting to see but I then think you very quickly went into social 
drama and personal drama territory. But we've had Ill Manners, which had, some, which had a lot of merit as a film, but underperformed at the box office. We've had Top Boy, which was a very high-profile Channel 4 drama, which, which I, I, I thought was very good. A film called My Brother the Devil is about to come out, which is set in Hackney. It's about drug dealers. It's about guns. If you're going to stand out from the crowd with this, you've got to focus on your unique selling points, which I think is this female perspective, and really make sure you're offering something new within that genre, because otherwise it might fall by the wayside. But, um, but I, think, I think it's got a lot of potential if it's developed right, and if you integrate it generically and identify who actually your audience is for this, then it could, be, then it could have legs. Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. Thank you. Thank you.